Hello everyone, welcome to the Don Pod. You're here with Sam, me, and Nath. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Good, thanks, Sam. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't football. really say good, thanks, but yeah. Uh, how are you? Bes- yeah, besides football, I'm good. Um, bit of a change up of the audio for the uh, intro this week, courtesy of Arsenal Football Club, I believe. Um, thought it was fitting, so thanks for that, Arsenal. Um, also, a bit of a change to the way we're doing this, so apologies if there's some teething issues or some audio issues. We just basically Zoom changed on us, so Bastards. we have to try something new. So here we are. Um, Don's dogs, we got pumped again. Um, uh, 103 to 71, I believe it was. Get my little cheat sheet open, will help me significantly. Score doesn't even matter. Does yeah. not matter. Um bit like the size. Disposals, Merritt 36, Parrish 32, Redmond 29, and Heppel, sorry, 29. And as always, a finish with Rusty Martin 25, Mr. Consistent. Uh, four goals for Wright, two for Cutler, singles to Draper, Stringer, Baldwin, and the Guelphinator. Um, for the Dogs, uh, Caleb Daniel 32, Dunkley 29, Dale and McRae 28, and their goals, McNeil 3, Dunkley, Wallace, Waitman and McComb 2, and Vandermeer, Bont, the Bont, Cordy and Bailey Smith 1. Now, if you if you came here looking for good vibes, you are sadly mistaken. Um, <laughs> Nathan just had to come in and hype himself up. It was a noise I've never quite heard before <laughs> from a human being. I did some wooing to um, get myself motivated. It's fair to say we're a little bit on the flat side. But we'll get through it. We've got another Who Am I? Because that's my default apparently when we're a bit shit is I bring out a Who Am I? So I uh, look forward to that. If not, we'll crack into what I think will be two positives before... <laughs> Before we get into some um, some of the oh. not so good, maybe we should like no, we can't. There's no point doing the negatives and the positive because we just no, we'd well, get on too much of a tangent and never come back. We'd never come back. Yeah, that's yep, right. Yep, fair enough. No, good point. Um, the good uh, for me, Rusty Martin again. Um, he I want to share our best and fairest issue. Absolutely, I want to share a tweet, and I will quote. I will credit the guy that said it. Uh, Wendy will. Far out, try again. Windy Hill Windstock on Twitter says, Nick Martin always makes good decisions. You can tell he hasn't been in the system long. <laughs> I thought, mm. summed it up beautifully. Um, yep. 25 touches, get the point, but just, again, continually made the right choices and Roughly. just looked a class above the rest, which is appalling for the rest of them. I, th- I think it's a valid point, though, is, is that he hasn't been coached by our coaches, so he's he's still... Um, he's got confidence still. Yeah, well, he's still playing football the way he was taught as a kid. Mm. I get the ball, I kick it that way, and we see what happens, basically. And, uh, I look for a man that seems to be reasonably by himself, and we'll just play along. Yeah, and I say it every week. He, he just makes the right choices and has time in traffic and Pendlebury luck, we call it. Um, hopefully one day we'll say Martin like, and we'll be talking about our boy Rusty, not Dusty. Yeah. Uh, and the other positive, your boy uh, Ridley, probably his best game for the year. Twenty cool. touches, eight marks, and pretty solid. But the ball's down there that often. We played a very good game on Norton. Like I thought that yes, he that Norton, I think might have kicked a goal. Can't remember now. I, I... And I didn't say Norton's name at the start, so no, he didn't. 
No, well, I was going to say, because there were stages where I walked away from the game. Yeah, I didn't watch the So things could have happened that while I wasn't... I'm sure, like, a few people watching at home may have... Drifted. I had to walk out and take Well, yeah, minutes. for my own mental health, I didn't watch the third quarter. Uh, Norton won behind for the day. Oh. So, yeah, secondary dub. I didn't even consider that. I just thought the ball was down there a lot. He took eight marks, which I'm guessing a few of them were intercepts, if not all of them were intercepts. And a few good spoils, I recall, and, you know, just good decisions. No, look, he was good. Finally cracked a ton in Supercoach. Thanks, Riddles. Uh, Any other positives for you? Look, I thought Draper was excellent too. It's two games in a row, and although I have issues with our selection around the second ruck, he, as a single ruck, is doing a really good job. Um, It's his his enthusiasm and his... um, I don't know, Draper-like sort of mannerisms, like, you know, he grabs the ball, takes off on a run, yeah. butchers it, it, he kicks it. I don't know if this will Trying resonate. to snap goals over his head at one yeah. stage. I don't know if this will resonate with you, um, just being a generation older than me. Um, he's a bit of a meme. He just he just does right. things that, that keeps it interesting. Um, we could be losing by 10 goals, and if he busted through two blokes and kicked a goal, the crowd would still go nuts. Yeah. Um, not that he'll ever do that because he can't kick. But everything else, yeah, as you said, he was... Hey, we did three positives, though. We did. We found an extra one. Who knew? Um, apart from that, though, that's about all I've got. That's all I could... That's all stake. you can muster? Okay, fair enough. All right, the bad. And I've called it bad this week. Last time I called it concerns for Anzac Day. It was just concerns. Now it's just bad. Mm. No, that's fair enough. That's bad so, now. So I know you've got a lot to say, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Um, I want to mention last week I said we had 18 players with two tackles or less. This yep. week we had 14. So I mean, I guess that's a slight improvement, but five with two... Colour workman like Sam. Five with two tackles, eight with one tackle, and there was one with zero tackles. Um, that was Draper. So make it that what you will. At least if he's not tackling, you can't give away free kicks. Which, yeah, I do find it funny that he doesn't tackle much as a ruckman. Like you're there around the ball all yeah, day, all the time. Um, mm. But we're not going to. No, that's fine. We're not going to go into it because we just talked no. him up. Um, <laughs> I just find it interesting. Not even what that that was my big thing was the tackles because, yep. as you said, blue collar. That's not blue collar. We're still well. I think it's it's to point. do with the fact that we're getting flogged week in and week out. You think that we we don't have the footy. The stats show that we don't have the footy a lot. So you think we'd be tackling them? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know you want to talk about the forwards. So That's I'll right. just I'll lead in with one okay. stat, and then you can you can go. Uh, we had thirty nine inside fifties this week. Three more than West Coast. Yeah, and that was it. So West and Coast had thirty six. Seven marks inside fifty. So does that mean? Now I don't know if this is how the stat works. <clears throat> does that mean that thirty-two kicks went inside fifty, and I reckon most of them were bombed on Peter Wright's head? And there's a few where um, other players kicked it in and just missed targets. I guess I can think of that one by Draper, uh, not Draper by Parish, which was horrible, where he busted out of the middle and just missed Perkins by half a paddock. But yep. I reckon well, you could. You can Sorry. assume 39 inside 50s for 21 scoring shots. So they came back out without any fuss 18 times. Which is a lot. It's probably... Mm. Well, here's a. Well, you go. Stat. Yes, go with Here's you. an interesting stat I'll give it to you. 
There were, we had 26 turnovers in our back half that resulted in eight goals too. Mm. So massive issues, but and, and a lot of them like were, I can think of moments where Merritt was running out of the ground, he handballed it, someone and handballed it back to him and got tackled, got turned over. So, But also some of them are defenders that are turning the ball over by foot. And, and look, Heppel's one of them, let's all be honest. Um, uh, the Red Dog gave a shocker when he was fr- clear and free, running along and just butchered the ball into the middle and, and we were just left totally exposed for the ball to turn around and go back the other way. So... That's a real concern. But the other concern for me was that the number of times we got to about the half-back, and you and I texted this, we got to the half-back line, mm. maybe the wing. Well, yeah, this is my big issue right now, yeah, is go. that we can get from half-back to wing pretty quickly. Yeah, boom, boom, mm. boom, 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 the cute little handballs, looks nice. And we get to the wing, and that's it. It just, it dies. And Now, in the Collingwood game and the game up before that, the, I think that w- what we had... Acknowledge was that I know, for example, um, what's his name? The Collingwood guy takes great marks all the time. Jeremy Howe. Jeremy Howe. He was setting up as a loose defender, and whereas we had the loose extra or the extra player in the midfield. Yep. At the contest, and so we right. were getting the ball in the midfield, and we were winning sort of clearances or whatnot. But then we were getting the ball, and we just were putting our heads up and go, "Well, there's Jeremy Howe's up ahead." No, we had nothing to go to every. We time. had nothing yeah. to go to, and you're like, "Well, that's not very good coaching." Like. Why don't we even that up up the other end, see if we can still win the clearances without the extra player and see what happens. Because there's no point winning the ball on and the wing. having nothing if, to go to. Because the number, I reckon there were three or four times when we handballed, handballed, handballed and just spilt it on the wing, turned it over and they just went back. Like, mm. that is not, that's not a game plan. But that's, it's a constant theme. And mm. I had issues... Just the fact that we played on Sunday afternoon, right? So I watched a fair bit of Richmond and West Coast, which was a pretty dull affair, let's be real. Um, And then probably the second half of the Geelong-Fremantle game, which at that point was probably the best game of the year. Um, I can't stand Geelong and rated them so highly for how they finished that game of football to get back within three points when it was pretty much done. But just watching how both of those teams defend the ground, how they move mm. the ball. Yep. Oh, just And then you watch us. And then I made the mistake of then going and watching uh, Brisbane and Sydney. And, I mean, Brisbane are probably second to Melbourne right now. Unreal. In the wet. And yeah. they're moving the ball. Kick mark, kick mark. Zorko, I think there's a passage of play where Zorko had the ball on halfback, kicked it to a wing, ran forward, got the ball again sort of true wing, and then kicked it. Like, they just, they move. They run. Well, they can kick. I don't see takes, any of that with yeah. us. Well, this takes me to two issues with the Essendon Football Club. And I want to start by saying it's... I don't... I don't think it's about the players as much anymore for me as it was in those early games where we were really concerned with the effort we saw from the players. Like, the Geelong game stands out to me. Frio um, game where they got slapped about. Third quarter it. in the Frio game was really embarrassing. The periods in all those other games where we like we just went to a walk, really. Now the concern for me is now coaching. Either our players are the unfittest team by a long stretch, and it, that seems to be what it is, or 
they are so disinterested in the game plan and the the coaching that they're not they're not doing or trying to any degree. Now, I wouldn't think that that would be the answer. I think they're just cooked and either really unfit, or I don't think you can be overfit and burnt. You know, like so. I just don't think they're anywhere near fit enough. Now, the thing I wanted to bring up was the frustrating strategies over the last few weeks, and one of them is the fact that we won't play a second Ruckman, which, look, we didn't... I know we didn't need it in the Ruck, but what we needed in this game was a second tall forward. Because when when you've got um, Baldwin coming in and rucking at 193 centimetres, and he's played three AFL games, and he, look, he hasn't played for two years, two and a half years, because he's had, what, two knee reconstructions, I'm like, is he the guy to throw into the Ruck? And then the other option is, well, they realise that didn't work very well, so they throw Peter Wright into there. And then Peter Wright, all of a sudden, we've got no options down forward as a tall marking. Just play Nick Bryan as a second ruckman slash tall forward. Because when you go to the VFL, there's not much going on down there in the VFL from tall forward options. Yeah, that's right. And you're right. How we're going to just say, yeah, Baldwin, mate, you can just jump into the ruck there because... That means Peter Wright can stay forward. And Peter Wright kicked four goals, but three of them came in the last quarter when the game was done. Yep. So it's not like he had an influence that could have won us the game with four goals. They were meaningless, I guess, at no, the end but of the, the day. St- but you're right. If you had R- Brian, I'm going to call him Brian, if you had Brian rucking, you would never need Wright or Baldwin. And then exactly. all this benefit that we think we get out of Wright being a forward all the time then we get Baldwin being a forward all the time. And you might actually have someone who can mark the ball on the wing. Like yes. you might have an option. A bit of a lead up forward. Yeah, lead up forward. Because what's happening is a contest where Bryant or Peter Wright, and it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens enough time to affect us, mm-hmm. are contesting the ball in the ruck. And when we win it out of the clearance, which we're pretty good at doing, then all we're doing is looking up and going, no one to kick to. Because Sammy mm-hmm. Draper's on the bench and there's no, well, like it's Perkins. And he took a few good marks. Like I can think of, but he's not, I don't think he's that option, like if, well, with our style of football. So I put a fair bit of blame on these coaches at, at the Essendon Football Club at the moment. I think that they're, the other thing I think is hilarious is that, so in round two, we wouldn't tag uh, Lockie Neal after he had 44 and kicked three goals or whatever. That every week since, it looks like McGrath's been given a job on a specific player. Just to follow think, someone around, yep. Yeah, I think that's a bit strange because we didn't do it in round one or two and now we're still like... And that round two against Brisbane was winnable. Yeah, exactly. Really. Um, and I don't, Neil, the dogs was, I don't think the dogs were very good. We just Dogs were garbage. How the Bulldogs were not 10 goals up at halftime, how, like, I, I, I could not... I was sitting there at the time going, I, how are we in this? Mm. Feels like yeah. we're 10 goals down and we're nine points, I think it was. Yep. So I guess we all know the senior coach... Uh, uh, ben Rutten, not Brett Rutten. But so when you go to the Eston website, Nicola, I'm not involved in the Eston Football Club, so what? I don't know the ins and outs of or all these coaching. Or call off the podcast. Yeah. I thought <laughs> so I it's someone. got Blake Carousella as midfield and attack. Boom. It's got Gene Syracuse as a back line, and then it's got a Dale Tapping as forwards. Now, Dale and Blake... If you're both doing the forwards, Ooh, first name. well, you guys need to have a very good hard look at what you're doing because it's shit. Yeah. Like, 
It's seriously crap coaching. You're either teaching them to run too deep into the get sucked into a contest and not get back, or we're just ignoring the fact that they've got loose defenders. Now, the other thing I'll finish with is their sort of six main defenders were uh, Richards, uh, Jeray, uh, Gardner, Daniel, O'Brien, Dale. Now, four of them had 20 or 20 plus possessions. And they, a lot of those were beautiful. Like I can picture um, Bailey Dale kicking some lovely passes into their leading forwards or into, you know, forwards. Our forwards were the leading possession getter was Matt Guelphy on 17 with one goal. Next was you got uh, Peter Wright who kicked four, had 12. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But you've got Hobbs had 10, Kane Baldwin had five, Waterman had seven, and Stringer had 11. Now, couple of things. There's another coaching thing I'd like to say. Ben Hobbs, either he plays in the guts or he plays in the VFL in the guts getting experience. He's not a half forward or a forward pocket. It's not his role we drafted him for. It's not where he played as an under 18. If you're going to develop him, don't you dare develop him as a forward pocket. Develop him in the VFL like Sydney do at their club and they build that. They'll send some kid three years into the VFL playing that role and he'll be very good by the time he comes to play seniors. And they might go, no, no, you know, just get a game. Like, be coach, find the forward pockets and put them in the forward pockets. Don't put a midfielder who's played three games. And I think Ben Hobbs is going to be a very good football player. There's nothing against Ben Hobbs. I think he's just been played horribly out of position. Yeah. And that's the same category as great monologue, by the way, 10 out of 10. Sorry, you are finished. Um, yeah, the same uh, thing applies to Baldwin. I don't think he's a crap football or anything because he had five no. touches and was ordinary. It's He could be in a side where he's playing as a third tall forward. And if he's playing as a third tall, he would be getting a lot more looks at goal. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we just don't have it. And he's been forced into the ruck, which is mind-boggling. Um, which is, something... They've just got to bite the bullet and pick another tall. I don't... I don't necessarily care if it's Brian or not, but that is the clear option. There's no me. other freaking tall. Well, there's no other. When you go look at the Nothing list. Francis, but he's not tall, tall. He's tall. Well, and, and he's, I still believe, I don't know if he played in the VFL. Um, he was injured. The other guys are like Air, who's been playing as a sort of half backs in a half back role. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm not putting, anyone who suggests Reed goes forward should get a bullet because He's drafted again, drafted as a centre-half back. He will be a centre-half back for his whole career. And That's... he was very good. He was great. Like as in, as in a second game, very good. Um, yep. I wrote down some numbers if he's actually at quarter time. Let me, let me consult my notes. But he again. didn't look overawed. Like, he made some mistakes. He my notes... did position himself very well in a few times. But second game, don't care. My notes stopped at halftime. Um, a bit like Essendon. Um, to quarter time, four kicks, two marks, two tackles, and he was going at 100%. It's not a lot, but no, it's something to hang your hat on. And he didn't look overawed. He got nope. smashed in the last quarter, just a lack of awareness, but that's fine. Yep. That was about the only mistake he made all day. And he's wearing the number 31. There is no chance in hell he's playing forward, people. I don't want to know. Um, in saying that, we, we were quite strong that um, McGrath shouldn't go to the back line, and that seems yeah, to be well. the only place he can play now. Actually, I don't want it to be... I didn't want this... Anger or frustration to be about the players. I think the players well, have been have hamstrung by the you. coaches at the moment, I feel. I have a question for you. Without notice and without mm. a lot of thought. So, forgive me for that. I'll try and think. Cam Rayner. Cam Rayner. Yep. Brizzy. He yep. was a number one draft pick. 
I believe. Yep. I'll fact check that as I continue talking. Yeah, no, okay. And he's basically now a permanent forward. He's yep. not a midfielder. They found a niche for him to be that forward. He's not a very good midfielder, I don't, I don't think. He doesn't get massive yeah, He hasn't well. played as a midfielder for such a long time. Is that an avenue? Not saying for pitch, but if we've got extra midfielders, is that an avenue where we might be able to... How tall is Rainer? No, because I think that falls under the Hobbs issue, is that some... some Hobbs is too early. Because like they're natu- McGrath, in that example. No, because he, I watched him snap a ball in about the third quarter and he nearly missed his foot or just... Did you see the snap I'm thinking of? Where he, it, was it was a horrible attempt at a snap. Um, McGrath's a backman. He can just stay and play as a backman. A lot of good players, a lot of high draft picks. You know, number one draft pick at Carlton has played a centre back. That's fine. Okay. Um, um, the last thing then on the game plan and all that sort of stuff I said to you today, which is really yeah. a nothing sort of thing, but if we were conceding 60 points a week and yeah. scoring 40, fine. Yeah, well, I can, like, I can sit there and go, right, well, we're clearly working on something defensive. Get that right, and then we can worry about moving into forward thrusts yep. and all that sort of stuff. But we're not, because we're conceding 100-plus points most weeks, I think. Yeah, we have. We're, we're averaging three weeks at least. Oh, Collingwood might not. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're averaging a lot against... Um, not quite as much as West Coast, but that's not who I think we should be comparing ourselves to. Not at the moment, no. Um, and that's the frustrating thing for us and what we've spent a large part of today trying to figure out is, one, what are they trying to do? Because mm. I've got no idea. Like, I can't... Not that I'm overly... I'm not at all tactical or like I can't really look at a game and go, oh, yeah. But you can sometimes work it out and you can yep. see the same thing happening over and over again and you go, right, oh, well, that's clearly what they're trying to do. The only thing we're doing over and over again is handballing until we're under pressure yep. and then losing the ball. And this is where I think something is fundamentally wrong with our game plan is that we had that a ridiculous to... amount of handballs. I don't know the exact number, but when you look at Zach Merritt, he had 27 handballs and nine kicks. He's out. Probably best, close to best kicking midfielder. Parrish, 19, handballs and 13. That's about sort of his ratio, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Heppel, 15 and 14. You know, Caldwell, 11 and 9. Like, a lot of these guys are either they've got nothing to kick to and they're turning around looking for options as handballs or they're trying to handball and get out of trouble because our game is sort of that frontal pressure and, you know, trying to handball forwards to get the the game going, Richmond style, which, you know, I had to break it to you, doesn't work anymore for them. Um, then if that's what we're doing, then, and even I heard the coaches say, oh, there was a bit too many handballs. I go, well, that's strange. Change that. Wouldn't you at halftime, boys, get it on the boot? And then they go, well, actually, we can't get it on the boot because there's a guy sitting up there by himself. And if we put it on the boots, it's basically going to go down his throat. Which and that is Bailey Dale, and he's going to just turn around and kick it back over our head. So how about you stick another freaking forward or tell the forwards not to get sucked into the contest and try and get a kick instead? Just stay in that other in their fifty that we kicking it to. Yeah. Um, there was another point I was going to make then, but it's escaped me. That's okay. Now oh, we'll move on. Um, anything else that doesn't involve? Uh, that's well, what I was going to say. Sorry, sorry. That's what I was yeah. going to say before I forget. Yep. We're not. We're not. We're not like obviously coaches or even play football or anything like that. You life used to play. coaches, Sam. Life coaches. Yeah. 
But we can sit there and go, well, whatever, whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever that is, it's not working. Clearly, mm. it ain't working. And right. it's not like it's so, not worked this one week. It why not? This... Hang on. Wait, sorry. Just, just, just have a All breath. Right. Have a breath, mate. Why not at three quarter time? And I know this is probably a little bit junior, but just be like, righto, guys. Play your natural game. Don't worry about this handball, handball thing. Just try and go back to whatever it is you do best as a footballer. You know, merit kicking, parish getting in there, all that sort of stuff. And while I guess maintaining your structures a little bit, just try and go back to their roots of what they are as players because they're good. They're good footballers. They're AFL players, so there's talent there. But just not calculated. Throw the kitchen sink. Just, just be like, do what you want within reason. You know, I can't word it without saying just go nuts. But just take the chains off a little bit. Give them freedom to play some natural style of football and see if that improves anything. And then maybe you look at your game plan and tinker from there, mm-hmm. knowing what your players are naturally good at. Because clearly whatever this Richmond style is, isn't working. We no. shouldn't be trying to just emulate Richmond anyway. Nope. We should be trying to put our own brand of football. We should be trying to emulate Melbourne, really. Well, but based off... Melbourne yeah. or Richmond, not yep. just being them because we don't have yep. the cattle they had. I don't know, just freedom and give them a chance to play without freaking out about following instructions or anything because they look scared. They look lost. They look overcoached. Completely lost. So, I don't know, give them a freedom. Just, well, they're either overcoached we or their structures are broken. And if we do any worse, well, we're going to get a good draft pick. So, honestly, at this point, who cares? Oh, at this point, yeah. So... One last stat I thought was interesting, and this one was a problem at the start of the year, and it's sort of been addressed a bit for a couple of games. But we won the hitouts by 15, but lose the clearances by five. So, we, again, we're, we're hitting it, but we're turning it, like we're not hitting it to our players properly. And that's another thing it of Drake that I'd like him to work on. It has improved, though. But yeah, yeah, it has improved. Right. Like, if you win probably the... the first week in the last three or four, it's, it's been that bad. If you're winning hitouts, then yeah, naturally you'd hope you're winning clearances, clearances. especially by like, what fifteen, especially centre clearances. Different yeah. around, um, like um, around around the ground clearances because that's a lot more congested. Whereas then there's only three on three. You should, and usually yeah. if you get that tap right, um, yeah. So that's I mean, as I said, my frustration is moving away from being with the players. I think the players make mistakes. The players have good games. They have bad games. We love the players. We know they're all, well, at least they're trying in the last few weeks. There was a few weeks earlier where I don't think they looked like they were trying. I hate that um, um Well, as you said, what did we say about that? You know, like, you, you're paid to turn up and try. Like, you don't, shouldn't be coaching well, effort. Effort, effort is expected. expected. It's yeah. an expectation, not a... You should be coaching skills and game plan, not effort. That It's yeah. bare, bare minimum. And it's um, one of my... Yeah, okay. I wasn't really going to say anything, so finish your thought, please. That's right. Well, I just think it. it, it I'm, I'm now. I'll be interested to see how the coaches. And the other thing, I guess, around the coaches too was the shield decision, or we call it a non-decision. Massive statement. We're going to drop our bloke that cost us two first-round draft picks that we're paying eight hundred thousand dollars a year. But hey, you can sit on the bench and not play VFL and not really take anything or learn anything from it. Now, I want to tell you something, Sam, that I don't think you'd know. I read on I Twitter everything. today, or from a Fox Tom Brown type reporter, 
There are there is a Melbourne based club very interested in him. I don't care. We will sell him for bananas. But this is that's what I was gonna say. I don't care if we keep him or trade him. My problem lies in the fact that we would struggle to get one first round draft pick for oh, him. We won't do it. And we paid two first-round draft picks three or four years ago. That we is money balled that the wrong way. Shocking. That being said, if I'm Rusty Martin, I'm going far out. I'm so much better than this lot. Hey, Frio, do you need a midfielder? Yeah. We might just get a first-round pick for him. But, but the whole thing with the Shield thing, so they, they, they make a statement about um, not picking him or dropping him, and then he plays as a emergency yeah, anyway. medical sub anyway. The right thing to do if they're going to make those statements and, and I don't care about, you know, the, I don't know the reasoning why. You know, I know he hasn't been great in the defensive sort of aspect of his game. But either make the statement and send him to the VFL or don't make the statement and say internally, you've, you've got a couple of shots left, mate, or you're in trouble. There are plenty worse. I don't understand why it was him. A guy that's yeah. probably already a bit shit on confidence because fans are hard on him, possibly rightfully yeah. so, but... We're yeah. critical of him more than We loved him when he arrived. Oh, yeah. I was in we like want to get his jumping number. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. If you're going to drop a guy, drop him. Make the statement by Dylan Shield, this bloke that's earning 800k a year, is playing in the VFL. Yep. That's your statement. Yep. Right now, the only statement is sack a freaking coach or two. Right. Well, um, pressure should be on the forward and defensive coach. I mean, I know Truck How has... often do assistant coaches get pressure, though? It's Truck. Oh, no, no, Truck has to deal with all that, but he should be saying to these guys, like, if you, you're spending all your time working on this, mate, and I'm looking at it from an overall sort of perspective, you need to lift that shit that we're doing up that end because it's not working. Mm. Yep. All right, I'm going to move on because this is just... Endlessly bad. We could do um, in circles. We could go in circles. I'm going to do a bit of a, a who am I for the for the benefit of the listeners. I don't want you to answer. I want you to possibly let me know when you think you know who it is, and then we'll say it at the no, end. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I just I want to just give let him know. Just because otherwise, if you get it straight away, not that I think you will. Bugger it, you won't get it. Just guess. There you go for six points. I played 79 games for the Essendon Football Club. 79. And uh, if you're here on the live on is Facebook... That the first, is that the first That's hit? it. That's your clue. Oh, my God. No one gets it on six points. And Alfie got no. it on six points on Thursday night, so I need to make it a bit more difficult. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's, clearly, you've certainly lifted there. 79 games. 79 games. So Will I guess after each one? You can have a stab. One guess is Ooh. what you get. Just don't get it right, because that would kind of kill it. Henneman. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, what do you uh, No one in the comment. No one in the comments just yet. All right, I'll crack on. Uh, for five points, I debuted in 2006. Okay. Great year for the Essen Football Club. Wearing the number 36. Not Kyle Reamers. Not Kyle Reamers. I wouldn't be bringing him up, don't worry. Oh, Alfie's just dropped the Kyle Reamers too. No dice. He was something like that number, 36 or 39, I reckon. I don't remember. I reckon he was a bit later debuting okay. than that. For three points, just make sure there's no other comments. Uh, for three points, I was traded to Richmond <laughs> at the end of the 2013 season 
Sorry, for the 2013 season, which was also my last season. Traded to Richmond. Ooh, I'm intrigued. I know we got some Richmond duds off them. So, yeah, traded in 2012. 2012. And he played 2013, and that was his last season of AFL football. Yeah, no, you've got me. I don't know. Someone just Adam's just chimed in with Nick Martin's our best ever thirty-seven. Hard to disagree with that. I don't know her. Oh, should get number five next year. They should get rid of. Um, oh, do it. Yes, uh, Smith and give it to him. Oh, that'd be. Adam has just got it right in the comments. Well Adam, done, Adam, freak. Um, that is freakish. For two points for you, you can answer whenever you're ready. Now, uh, I have the initials SL. SL. You're shit at this. You're shit at names. I oh, know. I am shit at this. <laughs> You're the best Shane, opponent. Not opponent. Shane. Shine. Shane. I'll give you another little... Uh, no. Just go to one point. Uh, well, uh, he shares a name with the host of the Don Pod. Sam. Langford. Sam, come on, get there. He's it now a, he's a runner Sam at Richmond. Now. I don't remember him going to Richmond. Sam, Sam, it wasn't Langford. It was no, it wasn't Langford. You're quite right. Come on, keeping the people. Well, I don't know. Just tell me, Sammy Lonigan. That's it. Um, this is a great way to make me look like an idiot. I'm not making. You can do one next week. You, no, you no, 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 no. Let's you do, keep doing it. It's so much fun. <laughs> the, the listeners like it, and I'm more than happy. As long as it's post-2005, I should be right. Yeah, I know she set it up for your age group. Whereas, you well, know, you were there too. Yeah, I know. I could do a 90s one that would trouble you. Yeah, unless it's Hurdy or Lloyd, I'm probably scared. Yeah, there's yeah. a few others. Um, all right, that's a bit of fun anyway. Yep. Uh, we'll get on to the votes in a minute. I'm just going to uh, just have a look for some comments that we can... We can read out here. Um, Jeffrey Marr. Oh, God. He just reloaded on me. Sorry, Jeffrey. I don't know what your what your comment was. Oh, Did you just delete it, Jeffrey? Because it just disappeared. I'm so sorry. Um, Cameron Luke. And this is a question we could do an entire podcast on. So let's be careful not to go overboard here, Nathan. Okay. Uh, let's be real. Season's done. Why do mm-hmm. the comments keep disappearing every time I start to read them? Don't know, Sam. I'm not in charge of that section. Facebook, what are you doing? Uh, essentially, he asked, um, season's done, who will be trading away? And what can Shield? we get from um, No. Uh, look, I, as I said, I, I will stand by this statement, Sam. It's as stupid as it you is. stand by it. I still think there's a good core of players in there. We're, we're lacking... Did you do a little vomit in your mouth, then? Don't. <laughs> We're lacking some serious key uh, forwards. I don't know. Jones seems to he could be another perpetually injured player. Like this, as we need, we need a small uh, look. The Davy boys will will you assume one of them will be arriving next year in our draft? We're going to yeah. have a pretty high pick. I've seen that there's a tall Western Australian key forward um, who's in the top sort of six. Um. I, I say you just keep going to the well of the kids. You're trying to build a team. 
there's still a very young list. Like Merritt could be the oldest player on that list next year, besides obviously Heppel, but, you know, who knows with Heppel. Um, the team is, you know, there's a lot of 25 to 20 to 19-year-olds. I mean, we saw kids like... Um, Baldwin's, you know, 19's played three games. You know, Reed's 19 or maybe 20's played two games. Durham's played maybe 20, you know. Well, probably not even that many, sorry. Um, so there's still a lot there. Who we trade out, I don't think we have any currency in our list, to be no, honest. No, the only currency is Draper. And remember the bit where I asked to keep it brief there, champions? <laughs> <laughs> You've had your... Um... Verbal diarrhea pills this evening, haven't you? <laughs> I got myself hyped. Sam will hype. Um, the, problem, the problem we're having right now is that we have more comments than I'm used to, I think, and they're just disappearing. So I do apologise. Well, it's like there's only a certain number that get displayed. So every time we get a new comment, the, one, the oldest one goes. Um, we review our commenting system. Well, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just going to crack Is on. Is it any better on the um, on your phone app? or? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to just Go on. read a couple of comments. That I, I feel like screen grab quickly. Well, yeah, doesn't matter. Um, Adam said quality stuff. So there's that. Um, he did ask, does that mean Sam has never seen a finals win? Complicated question. I'm a 93 baby. Uh, I don't remember 2000. I didn't really give a shit about football until like 2009. Well, you so were essentially, seven. So you probably, yeah. Well, I was that. 11 when we won our last final and I didn't really care. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, um, yes and no. However you want to read that. Whereas I've been through the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s. Whereas Nathan's success. old, so he has flags. Um, four. I just have this sadness that all my teams are terrible. Chelsea lost to Everton last night. Who, if We're not doing this. Like soccer, that soccer. is just awful. Well, the Don Pod, not the Sam, wants to talk about crappy Italian. Oh, come League on. You've, we've been going for 40 minutes. You've waffled for at least 35 of that. Let me yeah, have give five us seconds. Content, to buddy. Talk. Content. This is what the people want to hear. I don't know about that. Uh, only three tackles inside 50. Again, no forward pressure yeah. from Nathan Reynolds. Yes, absolutely. Do you think yeah. Nick Martin will leave at season's end? From Sean. I, I doubt doubt it. I, I wouldn't blame him, but I hope I doubt it. But you'd also think that. We were the club that gave him a go. Like he went, to, he, he was on West Coast just a little bit. He trained at West Coast, and they obviously didn't see. I don't know. They must be blind. Yeah, I, I don't know how he got to us at that oh. point in time. But he, we talked he about this class in he's, warm-ups. Like he's a good chance to win the Rising Star Award. Right now, he'd be leading from Ginevan just on consistency. No, not Ginevan. Nick Dacos. I reckon Ginevan's more of a no. shout because he's done more flat. doesn't matter. You're getting off topic. It's close. All right? It's close. Okay. Um, and that's about it. Uh, Adam did chime in again with Nathan's My Vintage then. So Nathan's there you what? go. Your, my Vintage. You're oh, a similar yeah. age. Yep. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, Elfie is possibly My Vintage. So just so I feel like I have a friend in the conversation. Um, you need friends, Sam. Podcast favourite, Alfie. Alfie. Adam's probably now your favourite, but hey, hey. Um, 
and Jordan Tool, 150 years, and it's the worst year up there with the saga, which I actually put in the little blurb for the podcast. I don't, I don't, I didn't feel like this. I didn't feel this bad about life. No, with football when we were going through the drug saga. Well, the thing with that, the 2016 year when we had no players, I think we had a reason. We were one at six, weren't we? No, we were one in like 18 because we won in round 20. No, no, didn't we win an early one? Yeah, so we were one. Yeah. And 20. Oh, Alfie's 39. God damn it. He's <laughs> <laughs> closer Alfie. to me than you, dude. You didn't have to tell me that. You could have pretended. <laughs> <laughs> I did figure with the oh. name Alfie, that's a bit more of a. Uh, could name, go either way. Name, um, Alpha, uh, Adam started a hashtag Team Nath, so get on that. Nath's go, his own hashtag. Team Nath. I don't know what um, that means. Of course you don't. <laughs> I'm on Sam. I just watch football. You're on Twitter. You do Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Hashtag. You know what a hashtag, hashtag is. Doing. All right, don't worry about it. I'm not what does a hashtag this. do, Sam? I'm not. I can't explain this <laughs> to you. Um, it's like talking to your grandfather, isn't it? Papa. It's worse. You should know better. You're only in your early 40s. You... Mid-40s? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hang Alfie, on, I'm 45, buddy. Wish I was 20-something again. Yeah, look, I'd take 20. 28's no fun. Um, I'd care a lot. I'd be a lot happier if my football team was any good. All right, we're going to do some votes and then we're going to wrap up because we could sit here and talk garbage. I'd love to hear um, Alfie's votes. Alfie, give us your votes. Adam, give us your votes, please. And anyone else. Yeah. You can't play favourites. You can find three players that you thought deserved. Uh, well, for me, Martin three, Ridley two, Draper one. Yeah, I went uh, similar. I went uh, Ridley three, Martin two, and Draper one. Yeah. I thought it was Ridley's best game of the year. Absolutely. And it was that was kind of... Uh, it was nice, and maybe that was because Reed played. I don't know if it, we had, you know, we have that. I, I know Zerk Thatcher would play, but having an actual decent tall forward that you could rely on, maybe had Ridley. But then the doggies aren't an overly tall forward line either, so maybe that helped us too. Yeah, who knows? Um, I'll just give him a couple of seconds for some votes to come through. No, uh, Alfie asked if you got the couch day, Mart. Do we, are we obliged to plug the sponsors? I don't know. Well, let's just say so. I could, I could complain about Amart right now. I've oh, no, not had not. a fun time with him. Um, I actually work at Amart, and this is just me in the office <laughs> on a Monday evening. Everyone's left. Full disclosure, Nathan doesn't work at Amart. <laughs> um, Alfie's come through with some votes. Three Draper, two Rusty, one Ridley. So some yeah. players just They seem to be consistent three of what we sort of saw. Different. And I am biased. I probably would have put Ridley three, but I just love Rusty Martin. Oh. So he has been a shining light in a pretty dull, dull year. And that's all I've got right now. Yep. And he's been great in fantasy, too, that's to be honest. Yeah, solid. Solid as they get for, mm. what, he started at 102K in Supercoach? Well, in Supercoach, he started at 102. In, in Fantasy, he started at 190. So, yeah, both of them he's averaging in the 80s and 90s or whatever. Ripper. Doing All right. great. We're going to wrap up. Um, hallelujah. We'll be back on Thursday for a preview of the Hawthorne game. Finally, a Saturday game where we can actually talk about the teams and sink the teeth in if there's no Ruckman or no second Ruckman again. Um I'll be sure to bring another Who Am I. Feel free to bring your own, please. I'm sure the people would love to. No. Love for you to make me look stupid. Your words. Uh, 
Um, I don't know if it's possible to say. Thanks. Uh, kind of you. Uh, no, no final thoughts from you. You've had plenty of thoughts tonight. Probably not. I'm. I guess. Look, I'll just try and look forward. To, I'll be watching the game next week. Look forward to it. Interested to see team selection about who comes in and out. Obviously, Cox is. I would have thought is injured. So I'd be mm. interested to see what else they do. Yep. All right. Final plugs. Give us a subscribe on YouTube, please. We're trying to get up towards that thousand subscriber mark. Currently, about one hundred and fifty. The Don Pod Don't forget on A-Mart. YouTube. Amart, yes, Nathan's couch. Um, I did create a little little Instagram. If you're on Insta, um, it will be mostly my little journeys to football. I'll be honest, more than the podcast. But hey, if you want to give me a follow, EFC underscore the Don Pod. Um, I think that's it. Nothing else from you. No. Go right. Dons. Go Dons. Yeah, that's how we normally finish it. Go Dons. Go Dons. <laughs>